Life is a boxing match. Might as well go get paid to fight. Don't look up in that audience. Never know when that perfect wager might just change your life. You were afraid of trying, but that's okay, cause it was all designed to keep you in place and line missing time. And they took your voice like a Mr. Mime and took careful steps, but I missed the minds. Stuck inside, I'm about to skip the virus. Hit my line, all you get is silence. You were left behind, cause I was busy grinding. She was pissed tonight in the midst of crying. I was misty eyed like rocking mad. Pit for lighter, then I hit the night. The money Pokemon, and in my mind, I'm ash. Kinda sad, but I'm walking through it The news in my phone keep talking to me Was losing my homies, lost a few I ain't know that they really tried to block the movement Radio been trying to take advantage Awful news trying to make me panic To get me high, to get me zannies To get me buying like 50 packs of hand sanitizer Trying to fit in the back of the whip when I'm driving That's not surviving Solar power by a lake residing While the bank deposits pay for the product The rain started, I kept it quiet Made the arc, I had to get inside it In a patriarchal nation of liars we gon' prosper, let's start the fire Don't you trust them for a second, they be faking it They finesse you if you let them, that's the way it is Word to Malcolm, MLK, and that's my word in this Ran it up in a recession, got it from the crib I'm so done with being done, I went and got a plan Get this money for my young and get a lot of bands Tried to say I wouldn't make it to the promised land I'm so done with being done, I had to wash my hands Wash my hands, I had to wash my hands Waking up and watch the news, they say they got a plan Wash my hands, wash my hands I'm so done with being done, I had to wash my hands They say stay inside, me I've been antisocial Me I've been blagging on vocals Listen, he black and he focus. God, he sent them locusts. Who done sent Corona? America can't control us. And I got race owners. But we is gonna be alright. It's power and truth. Ghosts fall over pride. Ready, then I moved and they caught off sides. Tom Brady walked off cause I knew the ball mine. Can't call cause I've been offline. You talking that talk, do you live your life? We all log on and give our lives. But when it's all gone, will it be alright? Will it be alright? Like I hit the plug phone light three, four times. About to leave, better be close by And he said he on the road and he need more time Well, I don't really got that to waste Nine to five, got him like rats in a race Quarantine, got your job closed up all day Somehow, some way, bills gotta get paid I'm so done with being done I went and got a plan Get this money for my young and get a lot of bands Tried to say I wouldn't make it to the promised land I'm so done with being done I had to wash my hands What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Drop-Off Podcast. This is just a quick disclaimer to let listeners know that this part and um, the ending segment where we do the hip-hop discussion were recorded. Today is June 4th, Thursday, 2020. So this part, the end part, were recorded current date you know and the part you're about to hear was recorded about two months prior so uh you won't hear mention of things like george floyd 
things like that. That's why I want to put that right here to make sure that we stay current and we cover that those uh, past topics. So rest in peace, George Floyd, and every person of color who has been lynched here in this country. Um, for those of you who've been living under a rock, people are fed up. People of color are fed up and are making it known. And to be honest, every, every uh, person with a functioning brain who's who's been watching this madness, the madness that is uh, this society that we did not build, this racist society that we did not build. Uh, people are fed up and um, they're taken to the streets. You know, there's there's protests. They said all 50 states are protesting. People are waking up. People are waking up. Uh, not just people of color. You know, our Caucasian brothers and sisters are, are also uh, waking up. Our white brothers and sisters, you know. Um, so yeah, I just wanna, I wanna make sure that we remain current while covering past topics. It's really my fault for taking three months to record a podcast, but I'm going to try to do this as consistent as I can in between all the other projects. Shout out to a thousand winners. Shout out to get up music. Uh, let's get into the podcast, man. shouldn't be done at all like we got to take potting it's serious as we take verses you know? um what's up what's up what's up what's up what's up what's up everyone peace love understanding health longevity success um i wish all of these things to to everyone receiving my voice um first off i want to say Prayers up for anyone dealing with any disruption in your everyday life. And that is all of us right now. So prayers up for all of us, man. Condolences to anyone who has lost anyone during these times. Man, we have never seen anything like this. And I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I, I have not seen I've seen some crazy stuff as far as just disruption of everything. Like in seventh grade, when there was a tornado watch and it was getting real close, you know what I'm saying? We're in Jackson, Michigan, so you know, we're in a valley. That's what we always say, like, oh, it's gonna go over. You know, we in a valley. And in seventh grade, it didn't go over. So everyone got scared. They said, all right, you guys gotta go all to the, you guys all gotta go to the cafeteria. And I remember sitting in the cafeteria like, like the cafeteria had these giant windows. I remember thinking like, shouldn't we be away from the giant windows? Like, I don't wanna get a bird's eye view of this tornado. I was terrified, but but that's not even close to this, man. This is a pandemic. We are in pandemic mode. You know what I'm saying? You heard of the flu game? This is the pandemic game. You know what I mean? Um, where to start, man? Before all this, uh, you know, I have, oh, shout to all the, shout to all the essential workers right now. You know, I know, I personally know people who are like, yo, I was just bagging up groceries 
at Kroger or bagging up groceries at Polly's and now I'm an essential worker. You know, prayers up for all the greeters. Prayers up for all the nurses, man. Prayers up for all the nurses, all the doctors, all the people working in the in the medical field. You know, I'm hearing it's like, it's bad out here, man. It's bad out here. Um, you know, I won't I won't say that I felt prepared because there's no way to really prepare for something like this. But I felt like, shoot, I've been social distancing my whole life. You know what I'm saying? They started the, the bullies got to me early, like second grade. Like soon as soon as like I remember being able to see and then my vision started to get blurry. I went and told my dukes like, yo, yo, like, mom, my, my glasses like I need glasses. I can't see. You know what I'm saying? And the ones she got were very, um, and I'm for, I'm eternally grateful, but you know, people caught on to them. So the bullies got to me real early. I've been, I've been social distancing pretty much since then. You know what I'm saying? Um, but right now, if, if, if you have put your reliance, faith, any of that, you know, in society, in the everyday workings of society, just continuing to, to go, you know, I know that there are a lot of people in shock right now. Like, oh my goodness, I, I have, like me personally, they told us, yo, go to school. School is the most important thing. Go get a good job. And just like that, boom, schools are closed. Jobs are laying people off left and right. Um, it's bad. It's bad. But we are going to get through it. We are going to get through it. You know what I mean? I think that right now the silver lining that we can take from this is, you know, take this time to detach yourself from relying on things that that can be easily taken away from you and and focus on what can't be taken away for me that means you know uh creating you know getting to know myself uh me personally i believe that that uh a higher power heavily influenced you know my creation our creation uh all of that to me to me your uh your big bang is my let there be light. So being that I am made in the image of my creator, I believe that it is natural for me to create. And I believe when I create, you know, I will move, create something dope, man. Write a story, uh, shoot a movie, you know, videos, vlogs, mukbangs, all that, man. I say, I say now is the time to go for that. You know, if you make beats, Kanye West said one summer, he, he just locked himself in his room at a certain point and was like, I'm about to make three beats a day. So I think right now go hard so that not only, uh, can not only, and sorry for saying, um, you know, I'm a little bit rusty, you know what I'm saying? So you might hear me saying, um, but I'm getting back in the pot and rhythm. I've been in album mode 
in uh, survival mode. But, uh, shoot, I done lost my train of thought. Just create something dope, man. Create something dope. See, the beauty of this is I can go back and pause it, and then I can listen to what I said and then punch back in. Like, all right, watch this, watch this. I don't even remember what I was talking about, but I'm about to remember it real soon. See, watch, watch. Eureka, I remember. Um, not only are you securing your future when you do something like that, you are securing future generations. People who might not even know you can be inspired by what you put out there. Like right now, my son, my five-year-old, um, he just started his recording his first project. It's going to be covers. But I 100% want to, and he's, I don't even want to say want to, he's going to put out a song and we're going to promote it. And that's just going to be a source of income for him as he as he grows up. So, yeah, right now I think you can focus on you right now. Remote jobs, those those annoying little comments and emails you would see saying, I'm making forty five hundred dollars a month working at home like that is becoming that is becoming incredibly relevant now. You know what I mean? Forgive me for slurring my speech. Uh, not going to say why. Uh, right now, I want to stress also PSA. If you're watching this on the screen, you would see a sheep on your screen right now. And then it would say, eh, and this is not because I hate sheep. Don't be sheeple, man. Do not be sheeple. Soon as the announcement came out, they rushed the stores. All right? They rushed the stores. I want to stress during this time, please do not be sheep. I like I said, I've been social distancing for a while. I'm also a natural germaphobe. I have fallen out over over some of these concepts. Um uh, one of my people's Wanted to make a, a grocery run. So me being very meticulous and analytical, I planned it out and and just got it ready. We're going to go to uh, this store. I'm not going to blow up the spot because y'all ain't going to just run off with all my toilet paper. But um, had it all planned, did everything I could to avoid going to Walmart, any of the big stores, and after a bit of a back and forth conversation, boom, where do we end up? Wally World, Walmart, you know what I mean? Remind me, you know, in future podcasts, I'm not gonna give y'all all the good stories, but remind me to tell y'all how I got banned from Walmart <laughs> for six months. Like, just remind me, it's a funny story. Um, hey, it's 11-11, make a wish. I don't like to wish on 11, 11, I just pray. So God, please protect us from all this madness. Please keep us safe. You know, let us prosper, let us succeed, let us achieve our dreams, protect us from everything and offer comfort to, offer comfort to those who may be suffering during this time. Let us find direction and, and as a world come out of the situation, better people with more empathy because of it. In Jesus' name, amen. I mean, and if you got a problem with Jesus' name, 
I'll debate you about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm willing to debate you. If people will look, debate about Lil Wayne versus Jay-Z, I want to hear why you have a problem with Jesus' name. After years of study, I have determined that it is in fact brainwashing to assume that anything that he taught is uh, the white man trying to keep you down. In reality, he taught that we are, we are, he said, do you not know ye are gods? I think it's John 10 something. Uh, I believe it to be demigods. We'll get into that. You know what I mean? Um, but if you have a problem, I debate you, but I, I use Jesus name. I think it helps. Uh, also, if you believe that Jesus was uh, not a man of color, please step into the the new century. Like, I don't know if it's the 21st or 26th. I don't even want to say it wrong, but step into the new century, man. Like, come on, man. So anyway, I use Jesus name. It's 1113 now, but I, I wanted to do that on 1111. But, uh... So being a germaphobe did everything I could to avoid going to this place. And lo and behold, we end up at Walmart. And yeah, oh, you'll notice I go on tangents a lot on here. My tangents are legendary. Also, the tweets that I don't tweet, they're going here. I already said that. And so we pull up to Walmart and immediately immediately when my peoples go to get out the car I see a woman in a mask and if I recall correctly a mask is either to protect you if you have it from spreading it to other people it also protects you from like breathing out into other places but if you if you don't have it it can increase wearing masks for prolonged times can increase the amount of germs you encounter so either way, I'm thinking this lady, I don't even need to be in her vicinity at all. I don't need to be around here. And so I go to tell my people, no, let's just go. Let's find another store. And I look and just see their back. I see the back of the, them just walking into the store. And uh, I'm pissed. I'm very pissed. I'm very pissed. We end up dipping off to another, another, a more low key spot. And lo and behold, there's toilet paper. There is everything you need. It's not really low. Now, granted, this is back during the first, like before they announced that this whole thing was extended. We're in month around two, I think now over here. Um, but, you know, there's still spots. They, they got stuff. So my point is the sheeple just rushed all the places. The sheeple just rushed all the places that are like big and name brands. So right now, pandemic survival guide, you know, tip number one, pause. Um, go to the mom and pops, man. Right now, they need they need your money more than anyone right now. The mom and pops, I saw the restaurants coming out and saying, hey, National Restaurant Day. Fam, I don't know if you wash your hands. <laughs> like, at least at the grocery store, I know that. I am cutting up and preparing and cooking the food. I feel better. So go out and support the mom and pops, man. Shout out to the mom and pop. Shout out to, I don't know if all these are mom and pop, but definite mom and pop vibes from that store. Shout out to them. So yeah, me and my people fell out over this, man. We fell out over this. 
Um, prayers up for Fred the Godson, man. Prayers up for Fred the Godson. There's so many. Uh, the crazy part is now these, these people that have been placed up to celebrity status. Some would say idol status. I won't get into that. Uh, I'll get into that at a, on a later podcast. So many people have been announced with having this thing. Idris Elba, Fred the Godson, Tom Hanks. Um, so, yeah, prayers up to anyone to deal with this. You know, I, I won't put put their business out there, but I do know someone who has lost someone due to this. So, you know, prayers up to, to everyone, people with the spotlight on them. Prayers up for everyone, people with the spotlight on them and, and not on them. Um, in political news, political news, and listen, disclaimer. You, you know what? You know what? Before we get into political stuff, let's take a music break. I need to bring back bring back music breaks. Uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna play either music from me or or people that I rock with. Right now, I want to play. I I should have already put a song before this that is from my new project. Wash your hands. You heard it here first. It's called Wash Your Hands, all in caps, because that's what you need to do. Wash your hands and wash your mind's hands. You know what I mean? Um, but I want to play a song from Christopher Michael called, and I want to make sure I get this name right here. Oh, you know what? We'll have the name when we come back. We're going to get into that. And then I want to have just an honest, non-party biased discussion about the political and just collective consciousness of America. I want to have a conversation about that when we come back. You're tuning into the Drop Off Podcast. This is my pandemic game. You know what's lit. We back. Talk to you in a minute. To the future, I don't need to be cable. You finna lose. We've been hunting to achieve like Craven. Since the Civil War, Uncle Sam been seeing the hatred. He ignored all the injustice. God's among us. We traded freedom for bills and more bills while ignoring the damage. Give you chills like when the captain picked up Thor's hammer. Was more hype when Storm did it way before all the cameras. Dark night in Sin City trying to score more action Frankly a Miller, I'm feeling like I need more cash I used to go to see my cousins, we would be in Grand Rapids Floor was covered up with comics, I would read all I can Bought the Nightcrawler series, from then it was a wrap Got a thickie in my vicinity, rewatching Blade Trinity Shout to Ryan Reynolds, but it really wasn't it for me Your career is like a third sequel curse My career is Superman, we've been shifting the earth Listen Sleeping irk me, it's like they've been serving drama mean Drama on the screen from demons like reading Constantine Drama used to be everything to me, it surrounded me Now like Luffy D, I won and finally found the peace You don't wanna talk manga though Really blessed, they think it's luck like I'm Domino 
Don't need the status, must admit I kinda want it though Was chained in them slums like Spawn I crawled out and now I'm shining like Scott Eyes open without the goggles on them Quicksilver dodged the ops and the virus on them Poking out off of the broccoli Banner flying in a time where hate is high And Cyclops on the dollars haunting Watching Talking uh. Hey So we're back and we're going to talk about we're back and we're going to talk about uh, the political climate of today. Um, and we're going to have an unbiased, an unbiased conversation about it. <clears throat> Taking the headphones off again. We're going to have an unbiased conversation about it. I don't want people to. I think that the political system in America in a lot of ways is designed to make us argue. I said it on Twitter earlier this week. They will talk down on gangbanging, but they try to make you pick a color. It's even the same colors, you know what I'm saying? They'll talk down on people picking red and blue in Cali, but they'll make you pick red and blue on CNN and Fox, you know what I mean? And I think that life is not all black and white. I think that life is the gray area, so I think that if how in the world can you imagine you're going to hear me ask a lot of questions during this this time that I want you guys to think about yourselves not just me here you know but how are you supposed to have a nation together if even the news stations are beefing with each other the people who are giving you information about this political the theatric process are arguing with each other are always trying to one-up each other are not fact-checking on well they are but on both sides like um i just want to i want to let everyone listening know the the playing field that i'm listening from or that that i'm commenting from that i'm speaking from i am middle of the road i vote on the issues and I don't have any illusions about the place where I live, and that's very important. I think a lot of people have very strong illusions about America. And I think as long as you hold on to them, you will never be able to really identify with some of the awesome people that that are in this place. Unless you can be real about about how this place started, the kind of people that run it, the mentalities that have been injected, not by the citizens, by, you know, the, the Bible says people in high places, by people in high places, all right? Unless you can understand that, then we can't really have an honest conversation. So I encourage anyone listening to go do research on America. If you're an American citizen, don't just blindly follow. Don't just blindly follow. Think. 
think. You'll hear me reference the Bible also because it is written into the fabric of American society. One nation under God is what it says. But I think no one thinks about what kind of God that is. And people have not thought about the book that is being quoted. I think it's important to recognize paradoxes in our political system and in a country where it says one nation under God, but the other rules in the book are completely ignored or the other suggestions in the book are completely ignored because we all have free will. At any moment, you can choose not to do what someone says. We have laws, but as far as spiritual books, as far as the Bible that this country references, free will, man, free will. So unless you can understand and have studied and are aware, you can't really have an honest conversation. There are paradoxes. If people follow my music, I mention them. There are paradoxes that make it so the political climate never seems to be just equal, never seems to fully represent the people. Up until now, hopefully, right? But uh, I just want to point these out before we, if I lost any of you, then uh, I'll say it one more time. We live in a nation that says one nation under God and quotes the Bible. And that affects our political parties, right wing, left wing, all of that. Um, we live in a nation where there's a large amount of what is called cognitive dissonance. That means people out of touch with what they say. There's a large amount of people in this country quoting the Bible quoting the Bible, claiming to be Christian and not actually living it. Not even close. So we're going to comment on that. jumping around in there, all right? All right. Close the door. Thank you. I might leave that in. I don't know. I might leave. I will, we'll see. But anyway, there's a large amount of people leaving a large amount of details out. And I think it needs to be addressed before we can talk politics. There's been a lot of shady business going on in this country from the day that it was, uh, I won't say found, but from its, from that meeting with the quote unquote founding fathers, there's been a lot of shady stuff. All right. And what you're going to hear is a political discussion from a black perspective. And because 
these people are quoting the Bible, all right? And because it says one nation under God, you'll hear me speak about God a lot too, right? Right now, Donald Trump is who has been elected president. And he was elected in large part due, due to conservative Christian support. And right now, um, Bernie Sanders has stepped down and the Democratic Party has chosen Joe Biden. So right now it's looking like it's going to be Joe Biden versus Trump. And here's what I want to say, man. If you've been following the story thus far, this is another Hillary situation. So if you don't want to deal with what you've been dealing with, do something. And if you do, then I guess whatever. But let's talk about if you do. This needs to be addressed. This has to be addressed. All right. How do you want America to look? How do you want America to be received by the world is the question we as Americans need to ask ourselves. And that is why I said all of, of the things that I said before I got here, because Trump and Trump supporters, and we'll get to Democrats in a moment, but Trump and Trump supporters, I am talking to, I'm talking to two groups specifically, all right? Because the, I do believe there is a group that voted based on just their personal interest and it didn't really have hatred in it. I think that I think that in the face of, of Hillary Clinton, people were like, yo, Hillary was proven to have lies. We haven't seen what Trump can do yet, but we've seen what Hillary can do. We don't like it. Let's go for Trump. I believe that you know, there's a third section of Trump supporters that I want to, I don't, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, we're going to bash anyone who disagrees with this. I don't want to do that. But the, I'm talking to two, two groups. One is parents who leave Fox News on all day and who teach their children that anyone who doesn't agree with them is a snowflake who teach their children that things like education and 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 anything that uh, the public participates in, money should determine it. If you don't have money for an education, then too bad for you. People who think that, well, okay. People who think that everyone doesn't deserve an equal education. People who think that they are superior to people. People who think that free speech means that you get to trample on other people's beliefs, that you get to belittle other people's beliefs. People who think that that's what free speech means. I'm talking to that group first, and then I'm talking to this group of people online who call you nigger, who say you should burn because you're black, 
who have names like I hate blacks. People call them trolls, but who they really are are children of the parents I just mentioned. Mentally, if their age does not signify it. People who champion having as little empathy for other people as possible. What do you want America to look like? People don't understand that there are two versions, maybe more versions. You guys have seen the Avengers, different dimensions, different realities. You guys have seen movies. Right? There are different realities, different versions of America, and people have absorbed them as truth. In reality, it is a mix. The day the founding fathers, quote unquote, sat and wrote these, these truths that they held to be self-evident, that all men were created equal, many of those men went home right to their wives and beat their slaves and impregnated their slaves and abused their slaves and then went back and wrote about how all men were created equal let's start right there all right that's the snake in your little garden all right that is that is the the crack in the myth that america is great for everyone don't roll your eyes at it and if you don't agree with this or if you do if you understand what i'm saying then please don't don't um you can fast forward but this is just for people who are living in this fantasy world where somehow you could be a terrible person a horrible person and yet still feel superior people who feel you can be a savage and then call people savages, right? Um, they would go home and abuse their slaves and impregnate their slaves, which is how many of us African-American citizens came to have things like Irish in our blood, came to have things like Italian or, or all of these other little things in our blood was through rape. That's the truth, okay? We live in a country where I believe segregation was legal around 60 years ago. Somebody can check that. Not too long ago, within our parents' or grandparents' lifetime, it was still legally frowned upon to eat in places. To eat in places if you had brown or black skin. You couldn't eat there if white people were there. My mother was one of the first African-American students to go to an all-white school. She was called every name in the book as a child by adults and children. And she prospered. She overcame that. But to both parties, you tell me how any of that sounds great. You tell me how any of that sounds great. Chinese people being shipped here or coming here for refuge, having to work on railroads and being put in camps. Immigrant children being snatched from their parents and 
people being so caught in their political party affiliations that they argue about how do you want your country how do you want america to be viewed if it is one nation under god i could quote scriptures in the bible about being kind to immigrants what about the scriptures that say love thy neighbor test all things hold to what is good that means you do not blindly follow things which would also include the bible for people who think that christianity is about just blind submission by the way um what do you want your country to look like people who think that it's all good mothers of African children when they saw those slave ships coming my Angelou talked about this God rest her soul would sling their children against walls to kill them because they heard that they were being transported to a land where they ate black people and going around online being told that I should die for being black before the, the whole internet boom because I remember when you had to have a cell phone and like you would get on that mug sometimes, but you couldn't stay online unless you wanted some ringtones. You know what I'm saying? People looking at me like I'm gonna break into their car so they have to press the, the, the keys on, the, on their car more than once when I'm trying to go to the grocery store. Police drawing guns on me because I fit the description. have to realize that there have been so many lies injected into the minds of so many American citizens by America before you can have a real political discussion. That's what America really is. And for some reason, right now, people champion almost, it's almost like, so what? This is what how I feel. That's what people do. Calling people, oh, stop being sensitive. Slavery was whatever. Okay. What about America hiring African Americans or not even the Fed, not even hiring, taking them and threatening legal action unless they went back into their communities and sold drugs that they were given. Check out the story of the real Rick Ross, who was hired by our government to put drugs in black communities. That didn't happen with everyone. What about Black Wall Street and other black civilizations that were attacked and destroyed just for being black? There was experimentation done. There were, there were plans and thoughts and schemes to make it this way for people saying and and we'll we'll get trust me we're gonna get to to right where we are right now but this is what in case for these trolls and for these people just living in a world that is not real this is reality whether you want to acknowledge it or not and you can't you can trump can ship the haitians out but you got to deal with me 
Well, he can think he can ship the Haitians out. You got to deal with us. Now, we also have to deal with us. But that's another conversation. America invested time into making sure that the playing field wasn't level. How in the world can you say, get over slavery when we were kidnapped from our lands in boats, abused, whipped, every single thing you can think. They used to have fairs where they would throw rocks at black children for fun. They would eat just like carnivals where you throw the you throw the little red ball at the target picture a baby being right there. This was in America. You are teaching your children to be monsters and you are being monsters yourselves. Psychopaths, no emotion. And it is being passed down by grandparents to their grandchildren at dinner tables. This is the scariest part. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie, Get Out. This is the scariest part. It's normal. I remember dating this girl and it was such a big deal that I met her grandfather because he was so racist. And they couldn't contain themselves from saying terrible things. Some Someone just walked up to me and thought they were gonna call me a nigger. And I had to deal with that. Because at their house, that's okay. This is the kind of stuff that influences the political climate. While people are sitting here thinking they're funny or thinking they're right, saying, oh, let's make America great again. Or calling people snowflakes. Now, on the other side, too, I have to acknowledge there is such thing as being a snowflake in a social justice warrior. Because part of America means you're going to get these jokes and you might, you know, it's not always going to be like super how you want it. So I, I acknowledge that, too. But like, come on, man. What do you want America to look like? Our president has uh, oof, the nation's president. I did not vote for Donald Trump. He's not my president. Y'all president. America's president has been caught lying hundreds of times on live television and every politician lies. Obama was a smooth liar, but at least he was smooth is my point, you know? Um, because of all this craziness, in my mind, America should, should be at the forefront of compassion because of the horrors, the horrors that were committed and the things that were done We should be at the, the forefront of compassion. We should be at the forefront of, of awareness of oppressed people that never got a way back home, by the way. Never got a way back home. Never got an option. And that contribute to this society, by the way, because when people couldn't come to work, guess what? Business owners started going, oh my goodness, we need you guys' help. Right? The economy, everyone's talking about the economy, the economy. We are the economy. Without us, what happens to the economy? People are praying to the economy like it's some sort of electric curve God. It's not, man. It's us. Plot twist. But anyway, you have to have an honest look at what is going on in this country before you can have a, a real serious conversation. And these, 
the mentality that is the that Trump supporters represent and who I do believe are the majority in this country is racist, crazy psychopaths. Racist psychopaths who could justify killing people and and children being hurt just because they feel like it. And and now we're going to address the Bible issue who can sit there and call themselves Christian while saying some of the most hateful things who can sit there and call themselves Christian. Say that, oh, all this God talk, right? In a book that tells you to love people, love immigrants, all that stuff, they can still think they're going to claim that, walk outside their house and say all these terrible things. Comment on how other people raise their children while their children are sitting in their house being terrorists online. Cognitive dissonance, man. So the issue is these people run things in this country, jobs. When you have that much hatred in your heart and non-empathy for people to the point where you're just not acknowledging any of it, how in the world can you run a, a country? How in the world can you represent a country of those people? And when you ask yourself that, you have to realize the whole system is broken then. The whole system is broken. If that man was allowed to be elected, that means there are that many demons in this country <laughs> who can vote. Or I'll say people who are being controlled by something evil that is passed down through generations. And believe me, they gave us all everything. I think that the, the street mentality is is what they injected into the black consciousness. It all it all stems from no accountability and thinking you can demean, damage, destroy your environment and still somehow call yourself a good person. That's what it comes from. A very childish mentality. A lot of grown children walk around. But Trump supporters are the poster for it. If we live in a country that says it's supposed to be the greatest, shouldn't we be the greatest at not being trash people first? First. We have lost sight of that as a country. And something has to be done, man. I don't know if our votes count, but if we have to go do something, then we should. But here's the other thing, too. What y'all don't realize is slavery is over and these hands work, too. These hands work, too. Some of y'all are thinking that you can run up and call a black person a nigger. And I'm, I'm, I feel like this because I really experienced it. Since Trump has been elected, they've racists have been so empowered, so empowered. These hands work, fam. Overtime. <laughs> right now. Everyone's going to disagree on on certain things, but I think we need to come together as a country, black, white, whatever your political affiliation is, and work on not being trash humans. Because I think that the, the way that we treat the person on the lowest rung of the social ladder says who we are as a country. It ain't how we treat the celebrities or the rich. It's how we treat the poor and the homeless and the immigrants, like the people who came here and murked the Native Americans. You know what I mean? 
America has been birthed in savagery and racism and oppression. Let's not double down on it, right? On all sides. If nobody decides to show love, everyone will be full of hatred. And it's not easy to show love and it's not easy to show empathy, but Jesus Christ, something needs to happen. Like this is crazy and it's legal. Just like how slavery was legal, because there are so many racist, crazy psychopaths like I just described, who are ignoring all of what I just described. Because there are so many, it's in there in so many governmental positions, they have a say and a voice. In reality, it's less about racism and racial divides, and it's more about monetary divides and people who have empathy and people who don't. Whew. I'm glad I got that all out. But that is the reality that is being ignored. Racism is so nasty because it lets people feel empowered while being evil. And that influences politics. So let's finally get to Bernie versus Trump. Biden versus Trump. Then feel like coming back in the booth to edit. I'm just yelling to edit. Right now, if you're rich and you want your money protected, you're going to probably look at Trump. I can understand that. I, as a, as a business owner, even if you're, if you're over like 40 and you feel like you make enough money in your household and you want to protect it, you're probably going to lean towards Trump. You're probably going to. I hope you don't because he's an asshole. Sorry for cussing. I'm trying to keep it clean, but you probably will. Now, I know if you do, you're siding with a racist and know that if you do, you're siding, if you're a Christian and you do, the Bible says you can't serve two masters, buddy. You can't sit from the cup of demons and the cup of angels. So you siding with some evil energy. So be ready for what comes karmically, of course, you know, not from a person. <laughs> but um, Bernie drops out. So it's Biden versus Trump. If you are rich, you might lean towards Trump. But let's look at the facts this whole time and obviously okay i do want us to address the people saying like yo republicans used to be this back in the day we know the party switched if you if you have been following history right now republicans used to call themselves dems it switched the party switched so now we're talking about current day republicans tea party republicans versus uh uh liberals you know what i mean it switched just just saying but we've we've waited, haven't we? How long has the method, how long has the thinking been? Okay, let's make sure that the people who make this much are taken care of and then they will help, you know, hopefully they will help the poor and impoverished. Or how long has the mentality been been pull yourself up by your bootstraps and just get it together? And you know, once we take care of these people, it doesn't work, man. Insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. When was the last, like, all right, Jeff Bezos, all right, he gave money and that's real, but people are saying that's like 3% or however much percent of his, his profits. Rich people are not gonna just part with their money, fam. That's not how it works. Immigrants are not stealing jobs. People like rich, people like Donald Trump, I almost said, Rich boy. 
People like Donald Trump, rich people are hiring them because they can pay them less. Because, and they trying to make it seem like it's y'all fault. I'm talking to anyone who makes under like 50 racks, 70 racks a year. This is the way that the country is, is, is set up. Literally, and I don't want to call it isms. People like to say is socialism, something ism. I'm not talking in isms. I'm just talking about what's smart and what's dumb at this point. We've been waiting for rich people to care, and they haven't, man. Civil War didn't happen until Lincoln tapped the South's pockets. The South was finna secede with all of the profit from slavery and try to take the slaves too. Lincoln said, nah, we finna free the slaves if y'all don't act right. The South said, we want smoke. Civil War time. South laws. But, like the song said, the South gonna hold it down. So America is now kind of just a really deep-fried racist place all around because the influence of the South and slavery just splintered out. So anyway, um, we've been waiting long enough and they haven't, it hasn't happened, man. It hasn't happened. And in the meantime, so much bad stuff has happened. When you put people who only care, when you put the focus of a civilization on the people who only care about money, they're not gonna care about the people. In college, it was X versus Y when it came to business, man business management styles. X was caring about the, the employees, Y was caring about the profits and the, the, the uh, 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 well-being of the company. And given a choice between X and Y, a company is always going to lean toward X unless someone forces them not to. That's just the way it works because they want profits. Putting a person who cares about profits only in charge of people means what? Means that when you get on the news and people are asking you, didn't they ask for ventilators however long ago, you're going to lie <laughs> because you care about the bottom line and not the people. That's just what's going to happen, man. And when you empower enough of those people, they're going to gamble with people's lives. That is, for some reason, we watch all these shows, NCIS and all this, but we can't identify psychopaths. So Trump versus Biden. Now let's get into We've spent a lot of time on Trump. Let's get into the blue side of things as well. All right. Malcolm X talked about the smiling wolf. All right. He said the conservative party... The conservative party at least is honest because they'll tell you what it is. But the liberal party is at times more dangerous because they will smile and seem like they have your interests at heart while being super grimy. If you guys look up the Clintons and their history, you might notice a few things. All right. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Joe Biden has been. Joe Biden has been. Obama's like action movie buddy partner since this whole thing started with with Obama here and in front of us when you had Obama he was he was likable but I don't know what happened man I don't know he just fell off and it, it came out that he he was really part of these policies called stop and frisk that made police search black citizens at a very high rate and and added to the incarceration rate um, I don't know why. Well, I do know why they didn't pick Bernie, for the record. I, I understand. But uh, I have I have a really hot take. Not even a hot take, because I won't say that I agree with it, but I want to ask a question at the end of this segment, which is, I don't know how long it is, but politics, this is politics, you know? Skip forward if you don't like politics. But Biden, 
Um, Biden just fell apart as soon as he got by himself. He's, he doesn't seem to really be competent mentally. He just doesn't. And, and you know, all these people are pretty old. You know what I'm saying? But uh, oh, also, if you if the only if you say, hold on, I just had to say this. If you say when asked that Obama is the worst president, when there were presidents who raped slaves, you're a racist. Do something about it. Just had to put that out there. But anyway, Biden, um, Biden freaking just fell apart and, and doesn't seem to really be all the way there. And I think that for the age group, it was a lot of like older people felt secure with him. I don't know. But I think in this situation, you know, we cannot stand by and if our votes count, we can't stand by and allow we need to recognize this country was founded by racists who didn't have empathy and who might have been psychopaths or sociopaths, which whichever one doesn't actually have emotions. This country may have been founded by people and definitely it's not may. I'm talking to people who haven't had a black history class because this is if you black and you got some education, you should know this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But but to people who don't know, this country may have been founded by racist psychopaths like the purge might really be like not too far off and if somebody doesn't do something they're gonna just keep being racist and keep being psychopaths like literally now somehow it needs to be i think it needs to be addressed as a mental illness because it's real messed up but yeah man i think i might have to grip my teeth and and vote biden just because there are so many empowered racist people that the country is just letting run rampant that what can we do besides do that and unite on a one-on-one basis so yeah man that's that's where to me that's that's where the political climate is to me and it's not to me it's the truth fam i haven't come up here and told y'all lies like if anyone heard anything i said and was like oh my goodness i can't bro you this is what really happened you should be shocked that you let it get this far fam and that this country let it get this far you know what i mean all right, so here it comes. At the end of this, I'm going to say, so I'm probably going to end up voting Biden. I hate it, but I can't stand, as a man, when history, I can't stand by that. When history goes forward, so many deaths deaths will have happened because of this incompetence. You know what I mean? Um, so much terrible stuff has happened. Y'all remember when government workers couldn't get paid, tax returns getting held up? I don't know if that all happened. It's terrible. And there are people still saying he's a great president. That means insanity is happening and this is law again. And I'm not going to be the one that stood with it. I'm not going to be the one that just rocked with it. That's exactly how Hitler, people get scared about that. People laugh off the Hitler talk, but all Hitler did was whip up enough racist people to hate somebody. What you think he's doing? And it worked. The KKK can march protected down the streets. People think that saying Black Lives Matter is a militant operation while the KKK can have marches and parades. It's that bad out here, fam. If you don't know, talk to a black person. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm probably gonna vote for Biden, but, but I encourage anyone, man, 
even before we can get to politics, just talk being not a trash human. And the way that we really fight this, regardless of election status, and I'm going to get to a real controversial question in a minute, but before election status, before political party, how are they going to make this country look to the world? Do we look like we're the leader in compassion, caring, empathy, as well as business? And if we don't, why aren't you caring if you care about this country? If you're a Christian, are they following what Jesus taught in the book? which is love one another and be kind above all. Be kind and don't worship the money, right? Are you following the book? What do you want America to look like? Okay, so, all right, here we go. I would be, some people call it a conspiracy theorist. I just say it ain't a conspiracy if it happened. You know what I'm saying? The question, I, I can't help but notice, right when I was gonna go vote, I was like, oh my goodness, should I go vote because of this Corona thing? Tell me what y'all think of the timing of this Corona thing and versus the election and ask, I'm, I'm going to ask this and I'm not saying I think it, but I'm asking, would America infect its own people to stop profits from being lost? Would they do that? I'm just going to ask that question. You know what I mean? If anyone has researched the Black Panther Party, and like I just told you, the Rick Ross stuff, those are not lies. But I'm not saying whether I agree with that or not, but that is a question to ask. That is a question to ask. Yeah, our political, our political conversations are a bit more, a bit different than what you might hear on NPR here at the drop-off, man. We're going to keep it real with you. You know what I mean? Regardless of where you vote or how you vote, please just try to be a little less of a trash human, right? That what we're aiming for, that's what we're aiming for. Okay, so... Coming up next, we're going to get into some hip-hop news, the real important stuff, hip-hop and entertainment news. We're going to talk a little Tory Lanez, Quarantine Radio. Uh, we're going to talk a couple more topics, man. It's been a drop-off. We got through it, guys. <sighs> right? Got through it. Wake up. Wake up if you're still thinking that America is great for everyone. Wake up. Because you don't want to you don't want to end up at the end of your life finding out that where you're gonna go next is based on how you treated people that you did not know. Huh? Anyway, it's the drop off podcast. We're gonna be back, man. Burdens wanna go to the lake. Mm. Wanna see my worries all floating away. away. Load up all my burdens, wanna go to the lake. Hey. Uh. 
think I need a break from all this tension, all this evil, all this evil, all this hate. I'm gonna load up on my people in my vehicle and skate. Where the only difference between us is I swim after I ate. Floating on my back and feeling all this sunshine on my face. First, you gotta see the problem, only way to really change. You said my vision was blurry with no goggles on your face. Underwater, now we serviced and we safe, ayy. Wanna see my worries all floating away. Uh, yeah. Load up all my burdens, wanna go to the lake. Hey, here we go. Gonna see my worries all floating away. Away. Load up all my burdens, gonna go to the lake. Uh, uh, okay. on fire getting too hot ac on while i'm listening to tupac waking up it ain't too easy with the snooze on these days now i barely even cut the news on need a new start this is really the beginning of the race this is really the beginning of a whole new wave gas in the tank with the homies playing mixtapes let's roll say we go to the lake best way to spend the day where the sun can steal your pain go back to the cityscapes in a little while but just today wanna leave my phone on mute bonfires on a short in june Baptized to a whole new view, drive home wind blowing, you should roll through soon. Wanna see my worries all floating away. Uh, yeah, load up all my burdens, wanna go to the lake. Hey, here we go. Gonna see my worries all floating away. All my burdens gonna go to the lake uh, uh, Okay Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Um, I did want to announce that David Chauvin and the other police officers that were present at the time of George Floyd's untimely demise have been charged. David, Char J David Chauvin's uh, charges have been upgraded to second degree, second degree murder, I believe. Um, don't ever think for one second that you, you your voice doesn't matter, man. Don't ever think that. You know, sometimes you just have to attack their pockets. You just have to attack their pockets. So I wanted to make sure to say that before we got into the hip hop segment. Uh, though, like I said, the last portion of this podcast was recorded some months ago. But I, I did want to make time to just spotlight some of the projects that have kept me going and that I think have 
really set the bar during these crazy times, man. No pun intended, or maybe all puns intended. And projects that I thought just were good, good projects. Good music always needs to be uh, recognized. So, um, you know, because it's it's still recent, I want to acknowledge Dark Lane Demo by, by Drake. Uh, I can't hate at all. And I'm, I, I'm not a hater. People think I'm a hater because I might be a little bit of a snob when it comes to my preferences. Like if you give me a song that's just, just all the same thing or just all stereotypes, you know, I'm probably gonna tune out. I want some substance. And usually, sometimes I feel like Drake is kind of pandering. Like someone said that, wow, this is this isn't this kind of sounds like hating. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. Someone said that when Drake wants to have a hood narrative, he'll go down south and go to Memphis. But when he's doing intro, introspective stuff, he he always winds up back in Canada. You know what I'm saying? So he's been and with the whole push T thing, the blackface thing, it's it's a little dicey. Uh, where his motives lie, and you know, sometimes his music is a little ah. Eh, it seems a little pandering, but this one, I think this is a very good project. A very very good project his release strategy he said that uh he put singles out and these were the songs that that he noticed whatever he tells people i think it's a good project um actually let's go to the track list real real quick i'm not going to give you a super in-depth track by track breakdown but i do want to um starting out with rolling i think that's that's what that's called deep pockets i'm sorry deep pockets great intro uh i have walked out to to my car and pulled off to that song in the morning and it's a great feeling you know what i'm saying like it's, it's cool to be rolling around playing rolling i mean um my dad jokes are, are getting a little better uh we got when to say when yo when to say drake is the king of the guilt trip the king of the guilt trip you know what I'm saying? I don't know if this is the podcast where I could say it. I might edit it out. But, like, there's a little bit of... No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Uh, but it's just... It's uh, It's a reminder. It's, it's... I think a lot... You know what's funny? A lot of people who did me wrong started... Right after this project came out, a lot of people who did me wrong started hitting me up. A lot of people who did me wrong started coming out the woodwork. You know, talking about apologies. That, that line where he said, uh, no, you know somebody that's just smarter than your other friends, give them a percentage and just see, you know what I'm saying? People started, I've had my little promotion, not little, I've had my promotion business for a minute. It's just been low key, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, clients started coming out of woodwork too. Had to let a couple too, had to let a, a couple go too. Had to let a couple clients go too. You, you're gonna notice that there are some people that I used to promote all the time and that I used to play their music and that I even had collabs with that I'm not going to put out. And you'll never see me affiliated with them again. And they know what they did. But anyway, um, when to say when is, is, is game. Another complaint I used to have about Drake is that he didn't give enough game out. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't 
sometimes he is a bit narcissistic in his writing. And I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm just giving honest critiques. We're all a bit narcissistic. It's our story. Um, and while he wasn't talking about world peace on this one, uh, he was giving solid advice. So I really like when to say when the production, great. The production all around, great. Chicago Freestyle, great. Uh, not you too. At, let, let me stop on the Chicago Freestyle. Hold on. Hey. Hey. But look though, um, that Chicago freestyle, nice, nice, very nice, very nice. That's a great song. Uh, him and Chris Brown finally reunited on "Not You Too." I think they had they had another song before. I'm 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 wrong about that. They put out another song in that video, which is pretty funny. But it's good to see them making music again. Tusi Slide. I was skeptical about Tusi Slide because it definitely seemed pandering to TikTok, and it was. It was. I think he actually reached out to, to dancers, TikTok dancers, to release the song, to come up with a dance for the song. Uh, and it's cool that it's Michael Jackson. It's, he's describing the moonwalk. It's pretty cool. But um, if you study the five elements of hip hop, this falls right in line. What are the five elements? There's a lot of tourists running around. A lot of tourists running around. There's a lot of shoebies. They used to call that on the show called Rocket Power. I call them normies. There's a lot of people who have never paid attention to what the culture is really about listening to and creating music. That's when you start to hear verses that are just all stereotypes, no consequences, that are glorifying just all the worst parts of the black experience or or urban or whatever you want to call it. Man. Um, there's a lot of tourists out there. You know what I mean? But... This falls in line with the elements. What are the five elements? Come on, wait. Can you guys tell me? I'll wait. I'll wait for you to tell me. All right, go ahead. What are the five elements of hip-hop? Without Googling it, go. Okay. All right, okay. All right, so five elements of hip-hop. Let me see if I can do them. Okay, MCing. I got that wrong before, and it was really embarrassing because I am a self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed MC and rapper and artist. MCing. Breakdancing, graffiti, DJing, and knowledge of the culture. Bing, 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 bing. I think that's right. That's right. Um, dance falls right into hip hop culture. It's one of the five elements. And salute to, to Drake for getting the bag. You know, it's a little, you know, it's a little corny, but in the video was dope, though. That, that house was dope. So. Shout out to Drake for um, the house, <laughs> like getting a, a giant compound and letting off fireworks. Uh, let's go through a couple more. Let's go through a couple more. We're not going to do this for everyone, but we'll, we'll just do this for now. Um, desires. I do need to talk about that. Yo, we, okay, just like how there is, there's different subcultures in America. And I really think we need to move past this subculture of, of shout out to America for waking up. Like, I think... The average, uh, I would say the average 
suburban, middle-aged, Caucasian, I'm trying not to say white people, but the average middle-aged white person or suburban white person had no idea about the black experience. And now everyone's waking up. So that subculture is way, it's, it's finally, subculture of being woke is to black issues is finally becoming normal culture. So I want to address this subculture that I think is really whack. I think it's trash. Simp culture, man. Simp culture, the song Desire. He said, let, let's play. Let's play, let's play a little bit. I don't know if y'all can hear this. Production is nice. Stop. He said, I should have put you someplace where no one can find you. That's weird, first of all. Um, secondly, any woman that you have to put in a house away from society because she wants to go out so much, I don't think actually likes you. She should want to stay in the house with you even if there's other houses around. So I think we need to stop this. I've realized there's a pattern of music coming from artists, especially like, like Drake. And I'm not hating, this is just a breakdown of the album and what I think about the music. Like this would, if you gave me your, anyone listening, if you made an album and you gave me it, I would break it down the same exact way. I like lyrics, you know what I'm saying? But, um, simp culture, man. There's, there's just a subculture of, of, of using money to, to attract women and and paying women for their time, which is a transaction that two people agree to, and then being confused when they don't actually like you. <laughs> and I think it's ridiculous. Like, why are you sad and crying over this girl and trying to control her life if clearly she's only there for your money? She's not there for you. Why are you taking it personal? Why are you taking her so personal, bro? She's obviously not for you. She's for the money or for the, you know, I don't want to say for the screech, but she's for the screech, bruh. She is. She ain't for you, she's for your bread. And when someone else come around, she's gonna want more bread. That's the way it works. That's how birds work. I'm not gonna call her a bird because that's Steve Harvey Dunker. <laughs> well, no, 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 Drake not rap about her. Future is definitely rap about her. We're gonna get into that future album. But, um, word like if she doesn't like you for you she likes you for the money why are you why are you thinking her so personal why are you sweating her so hard like relax let her fly you know so i thought that was ridiculous um time flies i'm outside in the amg that video is crazy production value is crazy a uh, good single landed dope dope beat but i can't get with the pot whipping talk from drake i don't like trapper drake but other than that good single Pain 19, 1993. I think that it was funny what happened with Playboy Cardi fans this time around. Because the way I believe every artist, I know every artist is gifted fame and they get to choose how to use it. And if you use it smart, you can have a long career. If you use it in foolish ways, it will turn on you. And the way Playboy Cardi, I believe, used his fame is he does this thing with leaks. And his music will randomly surface. And so his fans will have music of his just 
from years ago and it'll just it'll be kind of it makes it rare a little bit like the little b thing the music just surfaces in the little wayne method makes you become it makes you feel like uh more legendary that way i i do that as well okay i gotta put that out there but uh um i just said no to labels trying to control my life but uh shout out to my business partner though hey so on pain 1993 we hear playboy cardi and playboy cardi fans have had enough they attacked him they attacked him for his performance on this song and i thought it was really funny but uh you know drake drake is the master of the the catchy flow uh having words rhyme the exact right way on the exact right cadence all that stuff so you know hey that's that, that's another good one uh, let's skip losses had his pops on it was cool uh that's one of them songs at the time i swear he's it seems like he's timed it for when you having problems with with the women in your life so um when losses came out i was like oh you did lose me to the game or no i did lose you to the game oh no you know um we cool though i think that the best song and, and a song that i had earlier um remains from Florida with love. Uh, I thought it was called Plug before. Um, shout out to Datpit for having a leak on that early. Hey, shout out to Datpit. I thought that's that's the best, one of the best songs on the project. From production to the, the way that it, right, let's see if we can play a little bit of it. The beat does the work. Oh, I got an edited version. Yeah. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, plug. Writing this from Florida. We love. When I link with Mexico, I do it. Run the plug. Hey. Well, so that was good. That was good. Overall, a good pro, uh, a good project, man. You put the war freestyle on there. Got a Fabio foreign feature. Ah, uh, you know, it, it was cool. It was cool. He's, he's tap, tapping into the grime wave. It's cool. I know that's kind of a subculture up in, in Canada. So overall, a good project. I was I was um, not expecting it to be that good. Now my ranking for best Drake projects would have to be Take Care, So Far Gone, This, If You're Reading This, Comeback Season, nothing was the same <laughs> and let's move on um and if you disagree uh hit me up this this goes to the future project i believe this had i believe this had that life is good project overall you know people forget future kicked it with outcast he's dungeon family you know that's a that's a group down in atlanta in atlanta i said atlanta you know <laughs> that's a group down in atlanta um my bad um so he's got bars. People forget Future has bars, man. No, my bad. I'm checking my phone and podcasting at the same time. And my son is in trouble. So he is writing sentences to remind him not to um, tell lies. Told a really crazy lie lately. So I have to check on him periodically as well. But um, I think it's interesting that Future 
everyone said Lori Harvey was gonna break his heart, and, and and she did. I think she broke his heart, man. I think she broke his heart, and it's the same same thing I would say about the Drake project. Stop using money to attract women, and then get surprised, and then being surprised when the women leave you because they don't actually like you. Future, you could have avoided this heartbreak, and I respect you, and I would love to hear an album with you and Outkast and the rest of the Dungeon Fam and Goody Mob. That's what I want. I want you to come home to lyrical hip hop, you know, and just, you know, but um, I would call this conscious trap because you're getting, he's, he's really getting into some, uh, some, some honest emotions, but it's also pretty ratchet. So um, I think it's called High Off Life. Check that out. Uh, Gunna came out with Wanna. The kids like it. The suburban kids like it. You know, the teens and the youth like it. That's not, I won't. Here's what I'll say. He can rhyme real, real well. He can rhyme real, real well. Um, him doing whippets. Uh, I can't even say allegedly because he recorded it. Him doing whippets online, I think that's whack. I think that every artist is lame for using their influence to influence any any adult or teen to do something that's gonna destroy their life physically or spiritually, I think that's whack. I think you can talk about your experience, but purposely leading someone down a wrong path, I think that's lame and we need to start holding more honest, more artists accountable for it. Artists, artists will sit there and go, oh, I'm not a role model. Well, you took the money, didn't you? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, that's how I feel about it. But I did wanna get into their, their allegation in Atlanta, he did a commercial for Crime Stoppers. And I believe in the commercial he was saying, allegedly, don't quote me on this, someone he was close with was accused of something and he was saying they didn't do it. He wasn't saying anyone else did, he was saying they didn't do it. As, the, as a, a black man uh, who makes hip hop music, I have to say this, the world, because hip hop is influencing the world and it's also influenced by these weirdos who are trying to make you have no accountability trying to make you live lawless trying to make anything go so i need to make this clear there's a difference between snitching and being an upstanding member of society okay there's a difference between that these rappers and stupid people will have you believe that you're just supposed to let crime go in your community and let anyone do what you want and anytime that you interact with the police you're a snitch and, and blah, 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 blah. Um, in reality, if you buy 200,000 worth of jewelry and someone steals it, guess what? To file insurance, you're gonna have to call the police. So grow up, everyone. Uh, now I do think him rapping about being a street person while being in a Crime Stoppers commercial is ridiculous. But once and for all, let me make it clear. Snitching is when you agree to do something illegal with someone and you get caught and then to avoid responsibility for yourself, you tell on someone else to get free. Snitching can also be if you're locked up for a crime and the, and the, and the blue ninjas or the, the police, the, the boys in blue come to you, 12 come to you and say, yo, who do you know that does crime in your city? Tell us. And to get out of jail, you flip over, you, you do a Takashi 6ix9ine, you roll on your crew, and, and uh, to get absolved of your street crimes. That is snitching, all right? Seeing somebody selling drugs on your block and watching them do it and knowing your son has to walk to school or knowing your son has to walk these streets 
and calling the police. I don't know if that's snitching. I think we need to figure it out as a community because the alternative, the streets say, you gotta go kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? They say that you gotta get up and you gotta go put the work in. Well, what about your soul? I think that your soul is valuable enough where you shouldn't have to throw it away because somebody else has to be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I also think that if you have agreed to do illegal activity and you see someone selling drugs on your block, you do have to think about, all right, am I gonna interact with, with, with the police in this way? Because you've agreed to that lifestyle. You've agreed to that lifestyle. But I just wanna say, I don't think that being an upstanding member of the community and, and um, even in a time like this, when police are being held accountable for being super crazy evil and we should be paranoid about interacting with them. I can't say that all interaction with the police is snitching. I can't say that. And I'll say this, as a black man who has, um, who has been distracted and bamboozled by the street, if I, if, if the scenario happens where I see some youngins cross the street doing some hand to hand, I might, I might say something to him before I, I call the police. I might, I might say something to him. I'm like, hey, yo, y'all are out here like real visible. Like, you know, I might say something to him. I might, I might as a black man, not, I might look and see that and be like, listen, just, I hope they get out the way. I might give them passes because I understand, you know, sometimes you need to figure it out without your whole life being destroyed. So, you know, I'll even say that because I ran the streets and I'm glad people, I ran the streets allegedly. I'm glad, you know, I know people saw me because I was moving reckless and someone made the decision not to, to lock me up. So I'm gonna sit here and say, yo, call the police on everyone uh, selling nickel bags. I can't say that, I can't say that. But I, I just want to make it clear there is a difference between being a snitch and being an upstanding member of your community. And as a black man, understanding being a father and, and taking care of your community is under attack. And it ain't even like the crazy part is Omerta, this mafia code of silence. Um, you go to the villages where Omerta is normal and all the men were gone because they, eat, they had died from vendettas. So that's the other part of this mentality they don't tell you about. It's really some satanic stuff to destroy you and to make you destroy yourself and to make you not have any accountability for yourself whatsoever. Because it's also, this is the last point. I'm real passionate about this because I've seen this mentality destroy a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Black, white, whatever, whatever. The craziest part about it is, it's tricking you into putting your fate in your enemy's hand. Why in the world do you believe I hear shuffling outside. Sorry, I had to break because I heard like shuffling around outside and I look and my kid is like like wrestling with his uh, stuffed dog and like body slamming him while I'm trying to podcast and it's really crazy. But, but anyway, you know, I look at my son, speaking to him, I look at my son and the way I'm gonna raise him is don't get in any situation. Oh, whoops, I forgot. Um, sorry, we had to break because my kid was making a whole bunch of noise and I had to tell him to relax. But I look at my son and um, I'm gonna raise him this way. 
I'm going to raise him to understand the difference. I'm going to raise him to not get in situations where he needs to even think about that. But uh, to not finish what I was, to not forget what I was talking about. This mentality makes you put your enemy's life in your hands. Wait, let me think about that. This mentality makes you put your life in your enemy's hands. Why would someone that you shoot at not tell on you? That doesn't even make sense. Like, why would somebody that you shoot at every single day, every single day that wants to kill you and see you dead, you believe that if they get locked up and they know something about you, they're supposed to just have your best interest in their heart? That is a ridiculous mentality. And, and like I said, uh, that's why they say don't do it. But I'm talking about to the people who really believe that this is the way you should live. No, we should evolve as a people with this waking of, of consciousness. Let's get off the corners and get into offices at least so they need a warrant to come check on you. So they need something to come find you. Let's not put our future in our enemy's hands. Let's move in a way where our enemy doesn't have anything on us and where we don't have anything on us. That's what I think. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah, so for Gunna, I think it's it's ridiculous to also get on camera and do whippets and portray this thug image and also be on Crime Stoppers. But it's really important to understand the difference between being a snitch and being an upstanding member of your community. It's also under, important to understand that 90% of the listeners and people talking about, oh, such and such is a snitch, they're civilians. And that is what hip hop, this corrupted, nasty corporate hip hop full of stereotypes has done. It's got people in the suburbs thinking that they're really gangster. Takashi 69 is a perfect example. And you know what's crazy? It's, it also shows that none of them street politics make it in the boardroom and count. You can't redeem street credibility. You can't redeem street credibility for real estate. You can't redeem it for diamonds. You can't redeem it for a lot of stuff. Once you leave certain areas, it don't make it up to the boardrooms. You think the president is worried about blocks? I'm serious. You think Jeff Bezos is worried about... Um, and we need to be worried about the blocks, but I'm talking about, do you think Jeff Bezos and, and all these trillionaires are worried about street credibility? No, not at all. Not even a little bit. They're, now they are worried about perception on social media, which is a different kind of street, which is maybe the new kind. No, 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 let me not say that because the streets are still the streets, never get it twisted. As we're analyzing the streets, but the streets are still the streets. And Ronald Reagan has a lot to do with that. That's a government-funded program. The streets are a government-funded program, my people. Um, anyway, we're gonna close this gonna talk, but but yeah, this nasty, this nasty infected hip hop has got everyone thinking that they are gangster, and they're not. They're not. In the in the new version, of gangster is recording stuff for some reason. Like, allegedly, God forbid, and I never will say that this happened, but if I was going to do something, why would I come tell you about it? Why would I record it? With a lot of situations, this Young Chop situation, we're seeing a lot of people getting locked up and recording it, but then saying that they're getting snitched on. So please look up the definition of snitch and figure it out, please. You know what I'm saying? Um... But this gun, I think this gonna, this gonna project again. Same thing with the future thing. Let's hear bars. Let's hear bars, man. 
let's hear bars and let's stop letting this omerta uh uh satanic mentality destroy our sense of morality as a whole as a culture and as a people how about that too you know what i mean um all right let's keep going let's keep going dirk little dirk um you know it's it's i just talked about it with gunna um this is the kind of music that i at least feel like is going in the right direction because it is street oriented but it has a conscience it's street oriented but it has a conscience you can tell dirk is thinking about his action at least put that in there if you know teens and the youth are going to be receiving this music people who can be influenced adults too because there are a lot of influenceable adults um i like to see that you know salute dirk um next up this this is something funny to me because one of my people's is a big montana 300 fan right and through this whole pandemic quarantine thing montana 300 it was exposed that he's not from 300 at all 300 is a is a there's a label called 300 but it's it's a uh, an organization in Chicago, you know, founded by African American members. An organization in Chicago, and uh, Montana 300 is, you know, he. What did he say? He said, "I'm better than every Chicago rapper." Blah 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 blah. And Lil Reese, and a couple people around Chief Keef. I don't know if Dirk said something. Vaughn, I think, said something too. King Vaughn said something. He said, you're not even from 300, are you? Why are you Montana 300? He said, this is what, <laughs> this is funny. I, I just knew this dude for having bars, man. He said, if anyone wants to lock themselves in a room with me and ask me questions about myself, then I'm there fine to do that. And I was like, man, what? <laughs> just say you don't want people to know where you live. Like, if you ask me where I live, I'll say, listen, I grew up in a suburban home, but I have made homes everywhere in this city. I've walked out of my, when I, when I was kicked out of my house, when I had to find my own way, I've walked out and, and gone to some of the nastiest places, some of the funnest places, some of the whatever places in my city. You know what I'm saying? But I'll be very transparent. I'm not going to tell you my street because I don't want you to know where my parents live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just say that. This man said, lock me in a room. That's what he said, man. No, bro. So, as the internet does, they did some digging. They found out this man is not from Chicago at all. He's from Peoria, bro. And look, I don't know about Peoria. Peoria might be thorough. Peoria might be real. But he was making it seem like he was from Chicago. He was he was shooting his videos in Chicago. He didn't shoot. I didn't see no Peoria shout outs is all I'm saying. So, shout out. And you know what? This ain't my business because I'm from Jackson, Michigan. This is an Illinois thing. This is not my business at all. But I did want to comment that, that that happened. Speaking of Chicago news, you know what I'm saying? And we gonna keep it moving on that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody. Um, again, rest in peace to Fred the Godson. I don't know if I mentioned that in the past part, but rest in peace to Fred the Godson too. You know what I'm saying? The coronavirus claimed one of the best artists that we've had in a long, long time. And um, I just want to put that out there, man. Uh, what else we got? You know, we can, we can, this is becoming a very long podcast. Uh, Neiman Marcus closed. A lot of stores are closing down due to the pandemic. That's in my notes for some reason. Um, support your local businesses because there's a lot of businesses struggling right now. I just want to put that out there. The baby put out an album 
came and went. The flow conversation came up. He found a new flow. Uh, his music is fun, but I, it's a little touristy. Now his album was was a, was some content. His album was some content, but that this kind of felt like some microwave money grab stuff a little bit. But it was it was still pretty good. But it kind of came and went. Uh, Tory Lanes, new Toronto project. I think three or four, one of them. Um, he fulfilled his his final requirements for his label and put that out. That was really good. For a while, I was like, what does Tory Lane's real voice actually sound like? But I was like, I don't know. I couldn't tell. But uh, he can rap very, very well. People were complaining about the skits last time. The skits weren't too crazy. Um, yeah, like it, like it. Young Chop lock, locked up for uh, animal abuse. That's really messed up, but Young Chop was wilding on social media. He was kind of doing his version of the Takashi 69 thing. And he was seeing real life consequences. Um, there are rumors coming out that people close to him, managers allegedly drugged him. And I believe that's the truth about the Young Chop situation is I believe he was a producer that got put in position. And, and there's a lot of occult stuff going on in the industry and a lot of dirt being done in the industry as we're seeing with, um, oh, we gotta talk about Anonymous too. Ooh, we can do that, we can do that next podcast. Cause I wanna really take time to get into that. But there's a lot of stuff getting exposed and he said that he was drugged. People are calling him saying that he's got a history with, he needs to take medication, that might be true. But I think the industry is trying to, is blackballing him and he was responding to that and they were messing with him. But I think also that uh, if you're supposed to take medication, you're supposed to take it. And he was trying to go to Takashi Six Nine route, and it just no. So you know, I won't. I, I won't wish jail. Well, I'm not gonna say I won't wish jail on anyone because some some people need to sit down a little bit and relax. I don't know if it's in jail or whatever, but I, it would have been better, I think, if he got to a, a, a mental facility. In, in Jackson, here we have the Jefferson Building. I think it would have been better if he went there. Um, Uh oh, Royce the Five Nine allegory, great album. Um, hip hop I believe was meant to inspire and, and, and educate as well as narrate fun times, and stuff like the Ice Cream Man skit. Finding out the Ice Cream Man skit was racist, super crazy racist. For those of you who don't know, the Ice Cream Man, the the song that plays when the ice cream truck comes around is from a real racist time, real racist. Most things that are casually called American culture. Turned out to be real racist, but that album is full of bars and education. So I think you should listen to that. There's definitely been a resurgence of lyrics. Um, our artists are getting active, the ones with bars. People are waiting on Kendrick, but he already gave y'all to Pimple Butterfly, didn't he? And I'm not a fan of damn. I don't like glorifying satanic concepts, but you can't deny it to Pimple Butterfly. It's hitting right now. You know what I'm saying? That album is right on time. You know? um, Graph put out the Oracle. Take the Oracle 3, check that out. G-R-A-F-H, we'll get into honorable mentions. I'm not gonna break down too many more. Uh, Money Man, consistent um, lyrical trap music, educated trap music, I'd call it. That's a, He put out some new music, check that out. Um, let's see, what else we got here? Yeah, I don't wanna take too much more time. That's, that's um, pretty much all my topics. I got Kodak Black versus NBA Youngboy. Here's what I wanna say. Uh, we really need to start holding, now that we're holding um, popular culture accountable for, for how it treats people of color, 
we also need to really double down and hold ourselves accountable for what we accept from people who look like us um, and who are put in positions by some of the same racists who want to see stereotypes pushed. We need to really start holding artists, artists accountable. Uh, NBA Youngboy is the most, I've seen it, the most streamed consistently on YouTube, Spotify a lot. Um, I would love to hear some education in his lyrics. I'd love to hear a tone down on the violence. Kodak Black has been locked up for a minute repeatedly. And I believe both artists are very intelligent, very, very talented. I think that as fans and as listeners, we need to do more than just, you know, kind of sit there, smile and nod our head when it sounds good. No, if, if you hear someone crying out for help, if you hear somebody's life has been plagued by violence, think about what it'd be like to sit next to that person. Would it be fun? Is it good for them? Is it good for their children, their family? We really need to start thinking about the reality of the lyrics we listen to. And if the artists who are who are writing it are thinking about the reality that they're putting out. You know what I'm saying? Um, sorry if it seems like I'm talking fast because I'm really trying to get this done. Because it's been too long. It's been like three months, y'all. I started this at the beginning of the pandemic. And now everyone is back outside acting like the pandemic doesn't exist. So it's crazy. I think we finally got through everything. Um, I'm going to be putting out some more content for y'all. I was going to do this whole Bible study thing. That's going to take a long time. So we're just going to stop here. Um, peace, love, understanding to everyone. I really hope this got recorded the way I wanted to. So I don't have to go back and do this again. Um, and we will be back. Check out all the music I mentioned. Um, yeah. And, and until we meet again, this has been the Dropout Podcast. I am your host, Nave Noblique. Peace out.